Welcome to episode 29 of Bad Reviews for Good Books. We're almost at episode 30, where I'm going to make Ryan look like a fool. (laughs) That's right. Okay, Vanessa said, I have not read this book. (laughs) Any guesses? No, that's nice, Vanessa. (laughs) Why are you rating it at all? Did you you get one star? star? Yeah. Okay, so it must be a movie. Is it a movie? Uh, I'm sure it probably is. Because I, she probably saw the movie, didn't like the movie, and then was like, I'm not actually, reading this I book. think I may have seen the movie. I don't know. She should have given more context. It's one star because she didn't like the author or mm. because the person that she loved read the book and then broke her heart or something. Mm-hmm. Jen said, this is a boring book. I heard it sad at the end. <laughs> like, I didn't finish and it. Go. I heard it was sad, and I gave no, it one star. Uh, there's no way that oh, I. No, could... this is a second person. Jen. No, I'm saying, oh, I'm okay. saying, like that's what people Got are saying. There's it. no way that I could figure out what it is from those two reviews. No, I know. You could say that pretty much about well, I just a lot like of books. Making you squirm. I'm not squirming right now because Ooh. I know it has nothing to do with my intelligence. Nice. It has to do with the fact that you're being evasive, <laughs> evasive maneuvering. Adam said, I felt like it was invading her privacy. It's history, but it's awkward. <laughs> oh, please tell me it's not the Diary of Anne Frank or something. I can't believe he said that. Yeah. That is so wrong. No said. No? N-O. That's mm-hmm. their name. Just no. N-O. Okay, no. N-O, 13 years ago, said, I mean, did Goodreads exist 13 years ago? Apparently. They must have. I bet you were on it 13 years ago. No. You've been on Goodreads forever. I was like four or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've been married for 15 years. He is not Almost good at 16. Math. So if you were four, that's statutory. <laughs> that's not yeah, true. That's fun. No said, I hated it. She's a bratty little thing. You don't really want to know what goes on in her head. Believe me. Makes you sympathize the people who had to hide with her. <gasps> oh my goodness. That's terrible. <laughs> wow. Okay, I do want to ask this, though. Because it was her personal musings and stuff, did they have to get permission from her family or something? Uh, Apparently her dad... Her dad survived. Her dad was the one that published it. Really? Yeah, and he edited it? Edited it? Yeah, edited it. I heard he took out some of the most sexual parts. Sexual? She was like 13 or something. Well, you know, 13-year-old girls, they're blossoming, and she ends up being 15 by the end, so it's like... Okay, fair enough. Anyway, that's just what people said. I didn't actually study or research anything valid. And also, someone said that he took out a lot of the whiny parts. I don't know. I mean, I (laughs) Mm, (laughs) being whiny is fine in her situation, I think. Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. This is Yesmo. I'm giving this book one star because it's boring and poorly written, and there are so many people giving it five stars who admit they haven't read it or couldn't finish it, but give it so many stars because it's about the Holocaust. This will help even out the book a little more for a more realistic rating. Before you tell me I'm mean and racist, try to realize that I don't actually care what you think. And that's all he says. That's it. Huh. Okay. He's so upset by the diary of Anne Frank having a high rating. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to give it one star to even it out. Yeah. Without giving us any good reason as to why. I know. I think. Well, he said it was boring and poorly written, but it was a young girl's journal. You have to take it (laughs) at face value for what it is. Okay. This was Kim. I read this book as required reading in elementary school. That surprises me. They would have someone read that in elementary school. Well, I mean, she was 12 when she started. And reread it as an adult. Upon rereading it, I can't remember thinking Anne an unsufferable brat the first time I read it. She was so horrible to her family, it was hard to read. 
don't come for me. I get it. It was a stressful time, etc. But the way she treated her parents and others in the hideout with her was inexcusable. I would not read this again, and I would not encourage a child to read this either. I can't. It's funny how much they feel like they can critique this girl's personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Who um, ultimately died, right? Yeah. I think what's so interesting is, I don't know why this is making me think of this, but I just listened to a podcast on Brene Brown's Unlocking Us. She had this guy on who was talking about censorship and just free speech in our country and stuff. And because apparently there's a big... Did you hear about the big thing with Spotify? No. So there's a big thing going on because Joe Rogan, he has the most listens to his podcast on Spotify, and he's been spreading misinformation about COVID and vaccines and stuff. Oh, dear. Yeah. And so there's this whole big, when should you censor people and who should be the arbiter of that censorship and, you know, all this stuff. And what he was saying on there, though, is that's very helpful to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and think... So the example he gave is he's vaccinated and believes in vaccinations, but he can understand why, you know, people who are saying, well, they don't trust the government. He's like, the government hasn't exactly always been honest or done right by us. And so he's like, you can see, though he doesn't agree with it, you can see why they may feel that way. And I think that in cases like this, where I know that she wasn't in solitude, she was with her family and stuff. But just trying to imagine the psychological implications of not being able to leave a place, being stuck with the same people, and being young, and going through puberty and hormones and... Brutal. All of that combined, I don't know. It just seems not prudent to be super judgmental. Yeah, it's rude. All right, this is Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger. What's that from? Star Wars. Roger, Roger, yeah. I read this a long time ago. To say I liked it doesn't make sense to me. It is a sad, horrible story. I also (laughs) found out the book is heavily edited. Sure wish I could read the real one. Never forget that this family was ratted out by neighbors who wanted a reward, and they were arrested by everyday policemen who were enforcing the law, quote unquote. (laughs) They were not the SS, just cops. There is a lesson here in all of it that makes me sick. It is something to think about, really hard about. What would you do? Be honest about it. What would you do? <laughs> so you I'm said, like, uh, are you saying that you don't like policemen? <laughs> yeah, Roger, Roger. Got you. <laughs> he's like, what would you do? Mm, but, but I like, would probably yeah. not turn my knee. Yeah, he says, be honest about it. What would you do? <laughs> he has to say it twice. Okay. Mm, that's very interesting. He's one of those people that listens to the podcast about, someone told me about a podcast it was about conspiracy theories. Really? Yeah, Who it was, told you about it was that? really boring. I oh, stopped. Okay. <laughs> Tathagat said, I'm a huge fan of human spirit, especially in the face of extreme adversities. Oh, I forgot to say, I didn't edit any of these reviews because I figure if we're going to bash these people for being horrible people, which they're not, but. I want to give them the full benefit okay. of the doubt. I'm going to give okay, them... Okay, I'll you know, edit it when I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll edit, edit out the yeah, bad stuff. All the boring stuff. <laughs> I'm just joking. So, I am a huge fan of human spirit, especially in the face of extreme adversities, such as the mindless atrocities committed during WW2, etc. However, I could not relate to Anne Frank. I listened through the audiobook, and while it was beautifully narrated by the narrator, I felt more than 90% book was simply about a young teenager who was used to an entitlement for most part, was only complaining about the tough life. Tough is in quotation marks. What? <laughs> tough life in a secret office annex while getting fresh or exploring her puberty. <laughs> getting fresh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
What? I skipped a line. Okay. While getting fresh rations. Oh, 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 that's even better. Okay. While getting fresh rations. While getting fresh. <laughs> or dreaming about her newly found romantic interest. Or exploring her puberty. Or meticulously recording how costly butter and other groceries were, etc. While common people were dying out in the street! Exclamation mark. Oh my gosh. How dare she even think about complaining when people are dying outside? Oh, do you know what that is? Remember? Yes. We learned about this. It's called suffering comparative, comparative suffering. Comparative suffering. Yeah. And it's what? Not helpful. Not helpful. I feel like you're a kid that I'm teaching. What is it, Ryan? Not helpful. It's not helpful. Comparative suffering. In case you guys don't know what that is, you should not compare your suffering to other people's suffering. It actually makes you less empathetic and just generally more Even miserable. if it's like, you know, like, I don't have it as hard as other people. Yeah. It's yeah. like, actually, you're dumb. <laughs> you should feel terrible about yourself right now. Okay. He continues, while in no part this reduces the pain and suffering of people like Anne Frank, and a book like this must be an important part of improving our overall understanding about human suffering, and all future generations must work toward ensuring there is no repetition of such human misery anywhere in the world, I still find there are more compelling stories of human spirit. Okay. And they're not going to reference what those stories are? I don't know. Because if you're going to go there, you need to be like, for example, da-da-da-da, or da-da-da-da-da. Because if they don't say what the examples are of stories that are more compelling, I don't believe you. <laughs> right. You don't got no credit. No, I mean, she's, she's probably cred. right, but it's also like, tell me what they are so I can read those books instead. Give people an alternative. This is Eileen. Lord, rest this poor soul and good for her keeping her own diary. But at the same time, man, is this exhausting. She repeatedly sad. I, 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 I. Peter, 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 I, I, I. If I was a teen again, <laughs> I'd probably appreciate this book more. But as a grown woman, this was too much. Oh Despite that, gosh. it was a historic education. And I read this book to learn about how many sacrifices of comfort were made as things sadly got worse. Mr. and Mrs. Van Don clearly must have had some marital problems. Everyone there has cabin fever and gets on each other's nerves. Anne is the youngest in her family, so she feels like the ugly duckling, especially towards her mother. What? <laughs> toward her mother? Like, she thinks her mom is saying she's ugly? Uh, well, apparently, I don't really remember, but a lot of people said they didn't like the relationship between her and her mom. <laughs> like, As if you can rewrite come that. Come on, Anne, you, you can do better than that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your character true. is very flat. <laughs> her relationship with Peter feels very much like Stockholm Syndrome, <laughs> although she is in hiding with him, not held captive. Well, yeah, you're of from 12 to 15, the only boy else. around, yeah, of course you're going to fall in love with him. At first, he must have approached her inappropriately, as suggested in the beginning, <laughs> and then he left her alone, probably because he thought he was not going to get anywhere. Then she decides what? she likes him after all. Really? I think he kept his distance because her dad was not too far away. Oh Anne is gosh. on an emotional roller coaster at the worst time to be a teenager. And yet, when she says, <laughs> I, 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 Peter, 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 it bugs <laughs> this lady. <laughs> How dare she be oh, self-centered wow. as a teenager? Most oh, are. Gosh. I mean, except for ours, we have really selfless teenagers. <laughs> Because we are you the best parents ever. I hope you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Miranda. <laughs> Grips says, the Jewish fetis fetis fetishes. 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 That's not what it says. Stop correcting me when you don't even know the word. I thought it was fetishes. No, the Jewish fetishization. Uh, fetishization. There we go. That's a much more... Fetishes. Fetishes. <laughs> fetishes. Wait, does a fetish always have to be sexual? 
No, I don't think so. Hey, Siri. Is a fetish always sexual? Okay, check it out. It says, a strong and unusual need or desire for something. He has a fetish for secrecy. Ah, uh, okay. Or a need or desire for Listen an object. Listen to my mind being all guttery. An object that is believed to have magical powers? He wore a fetish to ward off evil spirits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. interesting. The Jewish fetishization of their either largely fictitious or well-deserved oppression is a thing of wonder. Now, first of all, I don't know. I'm not even really sure what Grips is saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying that it was fake or that the Jews deserved it. <gasps> yeah, he's an idiot. I think we can officially say he's not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> well, but um, I'm just kidding. We don't know anything about his background. I think that some of these people feel so powerless and alone mm -hmm. that the only way they can get attention and recognition, recognition, <laughs> recognition <laughs> uh -huh. is if they say these outlandish, offensive things online in order to get people's responses. You know, mm. it makes them feel powerful. And there's one like. So I'm curious about who liked that. Well, you know? probably the other weirdos. That Another like, lonely person. Yeah, they go through and, and like all the one star reviews, probably. People, people who need people are the luckiest people What's that in from? the world. You don't know that song? No. It's Barbara Streisand. Did you just make a big <laughs> nose sign? That's what she's known for is her nose. I couldn't think of what her name was at first. And not her singing ability or dancing or acting. Just her nose. Yes, precisely. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. <gasps> I bet she was Jewish. She was Jewish. See? Yeah. And you're making fun of her. I'm not. I, at any point was <laughs> I like she has her nose is wrong. I didn't say that. I was stating a fact. Like okay. how I have fat on my body. More than most people. <laughs> That's just a fact. Okay. Arda. I'm going to need you to read this because I can't. This book is fiction. The Jews are trying to trick. That's like she started to write her lies and then someone was like, get away from that keyboard. <laughs> Let me just finish the period. They're trying to trick her. We grab her by the shirt collar. <laughs> I'm like, Arda, come on, really? Uh, that's like the conspiracy stuff you're talking about. Will be like the Holocaust never happened. Yeah, I mean. I cannot. <laughs> if you, I'm sorry, if you are one of those people, please just keep listening because we need listeners. But <laughs> we'll teach you not to be bigots. <laughs> we had a friend in Arizona. Do you remember? <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. Oh he totally believed like the Holocaust was fake. And it's like oh. immediately my respect. And I'm not saying that I don't still love those people, but my respect goes down the toilet. You're like, yeah. I feel like that's what extremism is all about. Mm -hmm. It's all about finding people to become a part of something. So the more extreme they get, the less there are of them and the more they got to stick together. You know, well, so yeah, it's, it's like polarization. It draws people apart and that's never helpful. Any situation where we're us and theming. You know what I'm saying? Where it's us and them. Uh -huh. That's just as bad as what started the Holocaust. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just not good. Ridiculous. Arda, you have made me very unhappy. You have triggered unhappiness in me. <laughs> they <laughs> you, can't make What you happened do to you, Arda? Arda can't make you do anything. You know what? I think a lot of these people just had parents that taught them that way. That's and they true. had parents that taught them that way. 
you know, so it's just like, well, that's the way it is, you Mm -hmm. know, those tricky Jews. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely, though. I mean, if you don't take the time to differentiate yourself at some point, you know, as you're Mm -hmm. growing up. And honestly, I feel like I didn't start differentiating until I was like well into my adulthood. But I started realizing that, and I think this is true for everyone, and I'm not saying that this says anything about my parents, but you realize that there are some truths for yourself that may not be what is a truth for someone else in your family. And there comes a point where you need to decide, well, what do I actually believe or what do I actually think? And that's so important for people is to not just ride on the coattails of others, whether that be like family or close friends. Or, right. Like, you know, figure out your own opinions. Yeah, absolutely. So crucial. But also be flexible. But be flexible. Because we read about what was the word for that? She's fluggish, Megan. That's not a word. Remember, so we're reading Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart. And at one point she talks about the ability to be able to hear somebody and then if it rings true to switch your beliefs on that thing or whatever and how hard that is. Mm-hmm. Do you remember reading that? Yep. I don't remember what it was called. Michelle said, Anne Frank's diary is actually written by her father, Otto Frank. His forgery paid off as he made millions of dollars before his death. He made money out of his people's suffering. Another quote? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Guys, do your research before committing yourself to read this book. <laughs> like, well, I think maybe Michelle should have done a little research. <laughs> no. Listen, even if he did make all of that up, which I don't believe he did, and made millions, that still doesn't pay back the trauma he went through. I have totally. no comment other than that. Macy. His profile pic is like a tween looking really Let tweeny. Oh, we're going to need to zoom that in. Is that a mullet? <laughs> I just need Oh my to know. gosh, it is a mullet. <laughs> Macy, this explains so much. Macy the mullet, we'll just say. Macy the mullet. <laughs> it was but. She stayed in the attic the whole time. Boring, <laughs> except he doesn't use the word but, which I've never oh. really heard that use of the word before. It was but. She stayed in the <laughs> attic the whole time. Or it was tush. She stayed in the attic the whole time. <laughs> Boring. (laughs) And why were you in the attic the whole time, Anne? All right. This is not a political podcast, but can we all agree that mullets need to go back out of fashion? (laughs) I know. What happened? I'm like, wait, wait. Is this the Twilight Zone? (laughs) So what I will say is funny about mullets is (laughs) I watched the second Boss Baby movie with my kids recently. Ryan was at work because he has to do boring stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm such a hard worker. Well, I get to spend... I make so much money. Fun times. (laughs) He doesn't. (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) Anyway, we were watching that and... He goes through, they take this, I feel like it'll ruin it for people who haven't seen it. Okay, if you haven't seen Boss Baby 2, stop listening now. Go forward like five seconds. seconds or something. 30, you, you know I'm talk a talker. Oh you know gosh. I'm a talker. So anyway, they take this formula to shrink, you know, because they're adults at this point. <laughs> and then when they're re-growing up, there's like these, the parents are kind of zombies And (laughs) the bad guy says to hug them to death, like he's controlling the parents and he says to hug them to death. But he goes through, he gets a mullet when he's like in his teenage phase and the zombies are like, oh, and he's like, what? You can't handle the awkward face. (laughs) It's just so funny. That's one of my favorite lines in it. (laughs) Okay, that's all I needed to say. That was a great story. That was about 30 seconds straight. (laughs) I'm not sure. Cristobal said, sorry if I bother Oprah by saying this, but I didn't like the book. It gives me some interesting insights about those terrible years. 
But then, most of the time, it's just a girl in her teens talking about how much she dislikes her mother and likes her boyfriend. Besides being a diary, it lacks any real structure as it was not conceived... <laughs> <It's a> diary! <laughs> right? As it was not conceived as a complete work from the start, it grows boring. Oh, we'll definitely give that one star, Christobo, because it didn't meet Christobo. your... Didn't... <laughs> Christobo Bobo. <laughs> didn't meet your standards, clearly. Yeah. Wow. And I, and I think Oprah was very offended by you saying that. And I think Oprah probably read that and then cried herself to sleep mm-hmm. that night. Yeah, Christobo. Oprah don't care. How dare you? Yeah. Oprah's cool. Oprah's awesome. I love her so much ever since we read that book. Except my mom doesn't like Oprah. Why? I think probably because Rush Limbaugh told her not to. Oh, boy. <laughs> This is Catherine. If I could rate this less, I would. Let me start off by saying, I know you are all going to say, Oh, Catherine, it's her diary. She's allowed to babble. Or she didn't know it was going to be published. Or even, it's about the Holocaust. You have to respect <laughs> it. <laughs> Why are you doing that? I don't know. Jennifer Coolidge. No, that wasn't Jennifer Coolidge. Truth is, just because you think I do, and just because she's a saint now, because she died in the Holocaust, doesn't mean I have to like it. The writing style is poor, yes, even for a diary of a young girl, and I have my doubts about whether this is even real or not. She's just... Wow. Yeah, she is just so, I don't know what to say, selfish, conceited, annoying, prone to rambling. If there has ever been a word invented that combined all those words, tell me, because that was Anne. Wait, is she describing herself? Probably, yeah. Her relationship with Peter even stems from her selfishness. She shows utter disrespect to her parents. And yes, I'm aware she's a 14 or 15 year old girl, but still it gets annoying to read about how mummy, she said mummy in quotes, mummy. Yeah, isn't enough of a friend to her. So in short, just because it's a diary from a young girl from the Holocaust doesn't mean I have to like it. And if it was anyone else besides St. Anne Frank, she has in quotes as well. Ouch. I know. I don't think it would even be in print. At the end, I wanted to hear in vivid detail how she died, but I was even disappointed with that. Can you imagine? Okay, this? what the heck <laughs> happened to you, Catherine? Seriously. That you would want to hear in vivid detail how anyone in the Holocaust died. What is wrong? What happened to you? <laughs> what, yeah, what is, you are a horrible <laughs> something. What horrible happened, happened to you? you? I know. <laughs> or your parents are horrible people. <laughs> what happened to them? I don't know, but that. Last line alone oh is, whew, I need to take a deep breath because that's distressing. That is distressing. There's people in the world. Like, even if she's trying to be funny. Saint Anne? Yeah. Even if she doesn't actually want to know in detail. It's not funny. You're not clever writing that. That's disappointing. As a human yeah. being, I'm disappointed. Yeah, well, her prefrontal cortex is probably not fully developed. And so she didn't right, we're going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Gabriel said... Really good if there's no toilet paper left in the house. Ugh. That's offensive. Do you know what? Why can't they just not say anything? You can rate on Goodreads and then not make a comment. That's what they should do if they don't like it. Just give it one star. Because I feel like they're not giving legitimate reasons. Okay, I mean, to them, I guess they're legitimate. They're saying they think that it's not mature enough or well-written enough or they don't believe the Holocaust happened. Boring, yeah. yeah, it was boring. But it's not enough. For me. Guy would rather you just not write anything. Well, yeah. But again, we're going back to the free speech thing. I don't really believe in censorship, to be honest, because of the fact that who would be the arbiter? Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't believe people should be censored, which is, it's great. These right. If exist. they were censored, we wouldn't know what an a-hole Gabriel was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I still feel like as part of my free speech, I can say that I really don't appreciate 
and don't think it's necessary for people to say this because it feels more polarizing again. You know, I feel like these people are becoming less human to me when I read this stuff. Mm. And that's not good. Like dehumanization is a problem. So So if Gabriel was right in front of you, you would punch him and then later find out that he had a horrible childhood. If he were right in front of me, I would be like, can you tell me more about where this is stemming from? I want to know more. Like, I truly want to know more. Giraffe says, really boring, really slow, all negative, not my type of book. Everyone is an a-hole. Anne Frank is not a good writer, so I kind of hate this book. Boring as heck. Had to read it because of school. Also, writing review for school. It is my 10th now. I feel like half of my brain had fallen down, mostly because of this book. <laughs> that's why they can't write a proper review. Like, it's not your brain that's falling down. It's your ethics and yeah. your character. And where does their brain fall down to? That's what I need. Like, half my brain fell down into my ear canal. What do you mean by it's my 10th now? Like, he's in 10th grade or something? Uh, maybe. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real honest for a minute right you now. You should be really honest for a minute. I'm going to be real honest for a minute. I didn't actually love the book. <gasps> I would never say that. Oh, except for now. All you guys just heard on our (laughs) podcast. But it has a place. There are books that I read sometimes that I don't necessarily get why they became as big as they did. I'm not saying that this is necessarily one of those. But I still think that they have value. It seems like a lot of these reviews, they're saying because they don't find value in it. It intrinsically doesn't have value. Well, yeah. I mean, if you you like stuff and you don't like stuff, but... You know, that's like saying you watch someone be murdered. You're not going to like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you're yeah. not going to be like, that was stupid. Yeah. That was so yeah. boring. So that's, that's, and that's why I didn't love it. Because I have a really, really hard time with, you know this. And mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like our listeners probably know this about me too. I have a really, really hard time with reading awful things people have been through. And because there is a little bit of that sprinkled in. I mean, even just the scenario of them just being kind of like trapped, really. Mm-hmm. And having, you know, and just having the emotional turmoil. That's why I didn't really like it is because I have a hard time reading that. That's on me, though. That's not her. That's because I have a hard time processing those kind of things. And I do. And, you know, I read that stuff from time to time. And then I have to just cry myself to sleep for a month and it's fine. But <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not because of how it was written or because I don't believe in it. It's because I'm just very, very sensitive. And generally, I try to just read and watch things that have like happy endings. But I also know that knowing these kind of historical things are crucial to Right, our... you value the book and you would rate its value as very high. Yeah, 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 but yeah. your experience with it was not a good experience because yes. you're very sensitive so, and that's important. Okay, well, I'm glad we were able to talk about this because I think that other people might have that experience. It's more like the content rather than the way that it was done, if that mm, makes sense. Yeah. I think the saddest thing for me is just thinking that you're reading a journal, the words of a girl who was killed and she was so young, you know, and it's just like thinking about that, like, even if her, even if she wrote like limericks or something. Yeah. Like, her life was cut short. Well, it doesn't matter what she's writing. She's, these are her thoughts in her, like she's putting her brain there for us to see, like yeah. her soul. Yeah. And that's why when people write these reviews, they're basically saying you're a horrible person, Anne Frank, just because... You make me uncomfortable. Yeah, like your existence wasn't good enough. Yeah, because like, <laughs> my, my parents said that you're lying. I yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's so sad. Getting serious, serious. I know. Serious. Everyone's going to be like, I'm so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right. So 
Gus said, I give up. This isn't nearly as interesting as I thought it would be. But the reason I put this in here was because of the comments below. So <laughs> the fun thing, one of the nice things about reading these one star reviews is that people often commented really well in the comment. I was like, yeah, go. You get them. Yeah, <laughs> tell them. Yeah, tell them. So Hibiscus said, it's a flipping diary of a 13-year-old girl that was trying to survive World War II. This book isn't supposed to be funny or interesting, and yet there are times in which it is. Grow up, people. Ava said, do you understand the context behind this book? This is the diary of a 13-year-old girl hiding during the Holocaust. I'm uncomfortable with the fact people are taking time out of their day to rate this book one star. It's a diary. It's private. And it was written by a child during one of the most horrific experiences. Your review is entirely disrespectful. I understand you have a right to your opinion, but to belittle a child who later died during the war is disgusting. Mm. This isn't meant to be rated. <laughs> Go, Ava. <laughs> It's your birthday. <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> like that comment. I don't think you can like comments, unfortunately. Oh, wait. This is an aside. When you said, it's your birthday, there's this 50 Cent song. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. We're gonna sip like it's your birthday. Bacardi. It's an alcoholic drink. <laughs> anyway, that song came out probably like 15 years ago. That was one of the Super Bowl halftime songs. And you're like, <gasps> memories. Yeah, it was weird. In fact, most of them, they had Eminem on there, who he's like 45 now, and he looks exactly the same. And I'm like, Interesting. how is that possible? <laughs> anyway. Mary said, please investigate <clears throat> thoroughly before you read nonsense. According to many researches, she never had a diary. Researchers found several evidence, and a noteworthy decision of the New York court confirms this point of view in that the well-known American writer, Mayor Levin, has been awarded $50,000 to be paid to him by the father of Anne Frank as an honorarium for Levin's work on the Anne Frank diary, written by several sources. Napoleon said, winners write the history. And then Mahek is like, I am a what? <laughs> and Aurora's like, girl, what? <laughs> Hale was like, that last quote makes you seem kind of like a thing that starts with an N, ends with an I, and has an A-Z in the middle. <laughs> like, you guys are awesome. This is Presley with a Z, Presley. And it makes me think of pretzels. We live in Pennsylvania. Pretzels are a real big thing here. Mm -hmm. And Ryan does not do like not them. I do not like pretzels. He's in the wrong place. They're disgusting. <gasps> now, what about soft pretzels? No, those are even disgusting. What? They're not quite as disgusting as hard pretzels. It's literally tasteless bread with too much salt. <laughs> it's like, and you have to put mustard on it to even taste it. <laughs> That's not true. What if, you've not had a good pretzel then. What about like Annie Ann's pretzels? Well, if they're covered with sugar and cinnamon, sure. Obviously, I'll eat it's going to be good. <laughs> okay. Have you ever had chocolate-covered pretzels? Okay, if you have to cover something <laughs> in chocolate to make it edible. <laughs> I like it without chocolate. You can put so many it. wonderful things in chocolate. <laughs> this bee is so annoying. Like, no one cares. And she should make a move on her mans. Like, IK, she is worried about her MIL. But, like, go make a move instead of chasing him around with his cat. <laughs> Nothing like I thought it was going to be. And when the cops show up, like, what find a better handing spot if that is what you worried about? Anyway, she is hella annoying, and so is her ugly Fing sister. Oh, my God. Oh, effing? <laughs> Fing. <laughs> ugly Fing. <laughs> I was like, what's that mean? She doesn't usually read comments with profanity. Hood, you guys, feel the same. <laughs> hood, hood guys? No, it says, 
Hood, you guys, hood, feel the you same. Guys. Except he forgot the comma, so it's... She has no... Hood, you, he wants to put hoods on all of the guys. Hood, you guys feel the same. That doesn't make sense either way. Okay, so the comments. This is Shannon. Shannon says, interesting take on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and then LMLE says, I can't tell if you're joking. And Sarah Seriously. says, this is so disrespectful. It's <laughs> like, I just can't. People don't have any, like, <laughs> scruples. Hannah said, I truly believe in respecting a person's secret diary and not knowing for sure whether she would have approved it being published. So this is the only review that I didn't read the whole thing because I'm not making fun of the review. I just like the comments that were made afterwards. So Sienna Rose said, Anne was actually very clear that she did want it published in 1944. After an appeal from the Dutch minister, she decided she wanted to publish it. Uh, <laughs> maybe she's a, wait, Rose. Maybe, maybe she's a medium. <laughs> she's, a, she's a medium. She's like, um, oh, she got her crystals out. <laughs> Sorry, oh my I know it's wrong. Sienna, oh dear. Uh, maybe she's thinking of her dad or something. Maybe. All right, Janie said, "Oh no, Janie's review. I'm not even going to read Janie's review. I'm going to read the comments under Janie's review." Oh, okay, okay. Kariana said, "Well, why don't we publish your diary and see how readable it is?" Sophia said... Okay, wait. That alone is commendable, that she even kept a diary. Right. Can we talk about that for a minute? I mean, there's not much else to do, but... That alone is commendable, that she <laughs> kept a diary. Even if you had nothing else to do, would you keep a diary? I would probably write stories and then tell people to publish them. <laughs> publish my In 1944, <laughs> after you appealed to the <laughs> ambassador. <laughs> Sophia says... I can't believe you could ever say that. It was her diary. She was 14. You can't judge her like that. It's such a sad story, and it's true. You should feel sad for that, even if you thought the book was boring. Rose said, this young girl died during the Holocaust. Now you say not to read her book. I read this book in fifth grade and absolutely loved it. Please stop hating on this book. Honestly, none of us have the right to say anything bad about Anne's own personal diary. Mm. True debt. Yeah. Celeste said, so you're her age, is hiding in an attic because Nazis want to kill you for your religion what you can relate to? I found your comment so insensitive. Mm. Kirsten said, the book you were calling boring was in fact the life of a teenage girl. Oh, of course it's not going to have any magically interesting parts. She was in an annex for goodness sake. It's not like she can introduce new people, go out with friends, or do much of anything at all. Anne's diary was not written to be an amazingly interesting book. It was just her very real-life situations. And you really need to understand these things, especially if you're reading this book for entertainment or anything at all. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Also, I feel like there is a lot of value in the insignificant moments of our lives, because I feel like that's kind of what makes up our life, you know? Not the big, we have big moments where we achieve things or whatever. But mostly we're made up of the minutiae and the things that would probably be not interesting to other people. Having a book where you read like that gives you a different perspective on life and a different take on normalcy. Life. You know what I mean? Life. Life. Yeah. This is Chunderhog. Making jokes about the Holocaust is not funny and frankly, I won't stand for it. Real cute. Yeah, Real you're cute. clever. Okay. Scott. Oh, these are the comments on Scott's Comments, movie. yeah. All right. So this is Grace. It's a 14-year-old's diary. Of course she whines. Her father cut out the most whiny parts, but what do you expect her to write? And Aurora said, Yes, it's terrible that a child was whiny even though she was hiding from people who tried to kill her and abolish her religion. Totally makes sense. (laughs) Yep. James says, Written with a ballpoint pen during Nazi occupation, but ballpoint pens first went on sale in 1945. 
a big modulin waste of time from the people who brought you Schindler's List. Oh. And Kariana says, I'm shocked you possess the intelligence to read. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure Schindler's yeah. List was um, Spielberg. Oh, these are all on James's. Okay, I'm going to keep going then. O2 says, no, it wasn't written with a ballpoint pen. This is your or a fellow anti-Semite's invention. Why the quotation marks around Nazi occupation? You sound like a... <laughs> <laughs> like, it didn't really happen. You sound like a wacko Holocaust denier. What's that? Denier. Oh, denier. 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 I'm <laughs> <laughs> too cultured for this lowbrow. <laughs> well, they do have spam as their <laughs> avatar. I wouldn't say you were retarded. I would say you wrote like you were full of hatred and pus, though. <laughs> Ew. You're full of hatred and pus. Rachel, where does it say that this book was written with a ballpoint pen? If you ever see photographs of Anne's original diary, it is clearly written with a fountain pen. And, um, yeah, I'm sure that Anne Frank also wrote Schindler's Ark. That <laughs> statement was so illogical that it almost made me smile. Does he say that? Well, he probably changed it. Maybe he said oh. Schindler's Ark and he meant Schindler's List. He, well, it said Schindler's List on this, but he probably edited it after oh, yeah. she said that. Okay, that's like hilarious. Schindler's Ark? What? <laughs> She's like, that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did Anne Frank write that? <laughs> Julia says, it was a fountain pen. She actually says in her diary that her fountain pen got burned. And what exactly does that have to do with anything? If you're trying to say that her diary isn't real, others have already beaten you to the punch years ago and it was proven to be real. And Ellie says, turn alert! <laughs> turn alert. <laughs> Ibrinar said, this is still on the same stuff. Oh, oh. The talking point is based on two loose notes and some page numbers that were added later with a ballpoint. So they tried to spin it into the book is fake. Oh, boy. Kara said, this book was awful. I hated it, and that's all I have to say about it. So this is, I think the reason this got so many comments, it has 108 comments underneath it. Oh my goodness. It's one of, it's one of the top, and 62 likes, but 108. That's crazy. And I think the reason is because they have a picture of Edward Cullen as their... Oh my gosh. So of course, everyone has to comment about like... Our pet. Yeah, Sarah says, I looked at this and was wondering why anyone would be so completely strident. Then I saw the Edward Cullen profile pic. <laughs> Gretchen said, Dear Kara, I used to write things like this on the internet, savoring the freedom of being anonymous. It only makes people upset. Someone said, Guys, this person is obviously trolling. I didn't realize that people did that, but I guess if you really need attention. Trolling in general doesn't make sense. Time is the one commodity that we all have the same amount, and you're going to waste it? going on and like harassing people online is the <laughs> dumbest use of your time. Okay, it's not the dumbest. I could think of more dumb things, but <laughs> trolling just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, what happened to you that you're so sad that you need to go online and be cruel to people, no. you know? David David says, while her story is sad, the naked emperor cult around this book is unmerited. The key quotation about people being basically good at heart is absurd in the light of the story. And from a theological perspective, just plain wrong. Disagree. <laughs> what does people, he mean from a theological perspective? Like, he, yeah, I don't. Well, they got comments on this one. So oh, okay, see. okay. Wayne says, "Dear David, <laughs> it would be of interest to have you as a Goodreads writer expand on the Naked Emperor cult and how this <laughs> relates to Anne's diary. As an ex-seminarian, I'd be fascinated to hear you expand on the theology negative view of humanity." The Balinese consider children as direct gifts from God and will not even allow their feet to touch the ground lest they be contaminated. Looking forward to hearing your opinion on these issues. 
Yeah. I love babies. I think them so pure. They don't let their feet touch the ground. How sweet is that? That is so sweet. Babies should be treasured like that. Mm -hmm. They should. I love that. Jacob says, dear David, go straight to hell. (laughs) 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 Becky says, I suggest that people who feel this diary deserves one star go to www.annfrank.org and actually learn the benefits of hearing history from someone who was actually there. I've been on that site, actually. Yeah. Because Sydney, I want to say it was last year, maybe last semester, no, last year, they read the play, Diary of Anne Frank play, Mm -hmm. and they had to do a bunch of stuff in addition to that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Next episode is going to be bwopping. Blumpin'. And I want to remind you that I'm going to have a little comments, a little something, something for you guys to tell us that you love us. My love we language need... is words of affirmation. Friends. So I need you to affirm me with your words. Yes. My love language is stats. <laughs> His love language is physical touch, but that would just be weird if you like. They come to my house and <laughs> touch me physically. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>